0: Hi there, it's been a long time since I posted anything on this podcast. I've started a broadcast journalism master's and it's taking up all of my time. I recorded this podcast at the start of August and it's with Dave Simmers of Seafine. Seafine is a community initiative project committed to helping people in poverty. They have a food bank and have recently been part of a government pilot scheme for free sanitary towels and tampons. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Please give me a shout out either on SoundCloud or or via Instagram or Twitter if you've missed me. Um, I'd love to hear from my audience. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So, um, could you please introduce yourself?
1: Yes, I'm Dave Summers, Chief Executive of Community Food Initiatives Northeast.
0: Very nice. And um, so that's what CFINE stands for, Community Food Initiatives Northeastern. Correct. Yeah. And um, what does your average day look like?
1: Busy. (laughs) Um, It's an early start and can be a late finish. Uh, a lot of a lot of writing mm-hmm. um, there's a constant pursuit of funding to keep the whole show on the road um, plus a whole series of meetings and discussions with staff volunteers other colleagues um, we we partner with something like 200 organizations in the northeast of Scotland in the various work we do so there's a lot of contact a lot of emailing a lot of phoning um, so it's, it's busy and hectic every day
0: <laughs> um, And why was Seafine um, initially set up? Why? Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, there's a long quite complicated history but in, in essence the, the, the main motivator was round about health and well-being and promoting the consumption of fresh fruit and vegetables and that was the main motivator as it's, as it's growing it's become more interested, it's become interested still in health and well-being and healthy eating, but also addressing environmental issues, uh, increasing employability and creating employment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Always focused on disadvantaged and vulnerable people in our area.
0: Cool. Um, and your website says you offer um, business for community benefit. Um, what does this mean and like, how does it work?
1: Well the Business for Community Benefit bet is about us being a social enterprise, so as well as uh, the various social outcomes and and community benefits that we deliver, if you like, through our charitable company and organisation, we trade commercially through our enterprise company um, where we sell fruit and veg and the profit that we make from that is invested back into our charitable work uh, to support that. Um, Just for your information, uh, the oil downturn in late 2014, where oil companies were uh, our biggest customers, uh, both in quantity and uh, in terms of individual orders, the biggest oil company was buying five to seven thousand pounds a month of fruit and veg. They were the first ones to stop buying from us. And uh, over the next couple of years, we we lost half a million pounds of annual sales of fruit and veg. That equates to something like £150,000 income Mm. to us. Where we've been, uh, and it's been a lot of work, but uh, where we've been very successful, we particularly, Aberdeen City Council and Scottish Government, they've come in behind the work we do with uh, uh, finance, with grants. Um, So we had the oil downturn, which led to an increase... In people using our services, and a reduction mm-hmm. in our income because we lost all the enterprise training. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thankfully, our grant income has filled that hole, and thankfully, the 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 the, the downturn has has uh, bottomed out, and we're seeing new customers come coming back again. So sales are going up again. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we're generating more income. But as a social enterprise, we do strive toward generating as much of our income through our own trading as we possibly can. There's other things there. Do you want me to mm-hmm. mention them yeah, just no, that Yeah, no, I'd be
0: very interested.
1: Uh, on the enterprise side, we, we're always looking at ways that we can... Uh, business ideas that can generate income to support our social outcomes. Um, and, and I should mention that uh, Fiona, my colleague, uh, made contact with Northlink Ferries, and we now have the contract to supply their fruit and veg. It's a mm-hmm. superb contract. Northlink Ferries are very committed to corporate social responsibility, to working with the charitable sector, and to buying local. So that's going very, very well. And That's a mm-hmm. good, a good, healthy financial contract, um, which Northlink Ferries are delighted with, and, and so are we. But we also, you know, for example, just a few examples, um, we built a community training kitchen cook at the nook,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is primary purpose is to do food skills training with low-income, low-confidence, low-skilled people, and that's going well but we also have an enterprise dimension there where we're selling cook-school type uh, uh, training oh yeah. and people are buying that, people who've got a, a reasonable income so that's an income generator. We, we rent out office space to other charities and voluntary organisations Generates income. We uh, are collecting today a tuk tuk for our tuck-in project. Is the idea is it's a quirky and therefore high profile way of delivering a nutritious, healthy meals out into the the regeneration areas and other groups who are on low income. But again, we'll have a we'll have a an enterprise dimension where we're asking corporates, businesses, the local authority and others to allow us to roll up and we're making nice nutritious soups, fruit pots and bread, um, which will go on sale and with the corporates and so on, the idea is to generate again some profit. Um, And finally we're we're exploring with uh, a partner organisation, an innovative uh, electronic recycling uh, uh, initiative, which I want to say more about just now, because it isn't innovative, <laughs> um, but uh, again, we're, we're always looking for ways that we can sell services or products through which we can generate income, mm-hmm. which then supports our charitable activities.
0: Yeah, that's actually one of the things I was going to mention. I was really impressed when I was looking on your website about the um, community tra- uh, training kitchen. And um, yeah, how did you set it up, and did it need any funding?
1: It needed funding, as everything does. Um, we uh, initially uh, worked on the training kitchen with a partner organisation, which regrettably ended uh, up in, in uh, being dissolved. Um, it had come to the natural end of its natural life. Anyway, we picked that up and we made an application and presented a business plan to the Landfill Community Fund, which is money that comes through the landfill taxes that business pay to dump stuff in landfill. Uh, so we generated it's something like 120000 um to build the training kitchen, which is in one of the upstairs warehouses in our premises here in Aberdeen. Uh, so... Highly topical. One of the things we identify with our volunteers through our food bank, through our community food outlets, and with partners, is that often, uh, you know, people people haven't had domestic science in school mm-hmm. anymore like they used <laughs> to in my young day. Um, so, so sometimes there's low levels of awareness of the importance of diet and health and well-being. There's low food skills levels. There's low confidence levels. So. For us it was a priority to get a, a training kitchen where we could offer people, um, you know, healthy cooking in a budget, reducing food waste, food mm-hmm. waste being the biggie in terms of food dumped in landfill.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the kitchen really was a priority for us and brilliantly we were successful through the landfill community fund and securing the money. Yeah. And it's all systems go
0: upstairs. <laughs> That's, it's such a good project. It's like, you know, you can't really be a food initiative project without having sort of like mm-hmm. the instruction manual mm-hmm. really for it, isn't it? Completely. Yeah. Um, so what challenges do you find you come up against? Because I imagine it must be quite hard. I imagine funding's a big one, really.
1: Well, <laughs> money is <money's laughs> <Yeah. money's laughs> just the ongoing battle. I'm, I'm, I am pleased to say we had a few rough years, as many in our sector are facing, or have faced and are facing, and we had a few, few rough years uh, for, for cash flow. I've, I've learned big time about cash flow, um, and we had difficult, difficult times. Thankfully, and that's partly due to a recognition of the social outcomes we deliver, we have been getting support from particularly, as I said, Aberdeen City Council and Scottish Government, but also other funders, um, trusts and foundations and stuff. Um, so in any year we we would have 20 to 25 different funding streams so there's a constant uh, workload and Mm -hmm. pressure to maintain that number and the quantity of
0: (laughs) cash that we need to come
1: in Um, you know our outgoings monthly are 60 to 70 thousand pounds our our vehicle bill alone uh, we've got 7 vehicles and the vehicle bill alone is over 60 thousand pounds a year
0: well, that's so a lot, yeah. so
1: it's a it's, you know it's a lot of money we've got to generate. Now we strive to generate mm-hmm. as much of that as we can through our own trading, with the oil downturn mm-hmm. impacted badly.
0: And you um, um, with the delivery as well, you do you offer free delivery for lots of your fruit and veg, don't you? Well, <laughs> so
1: well, we do, aye, yeah. aye. It's it's all we d- within a charge for delivery. It's implicit in the price, whether it's an enterprise customer. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, across the northeast something like uh, six day community food outlets. Located in disadvantaged and vulnerable communities, so they weekly are getting deliveries of fruit and veg. Um, we we recruit, train, and support a, a huge number of volunteers over the year. Um, now that brings up a whole you know volunteers contribute to things brilliant. Without them, we couldn't have functioned. But they also take a lot of time and energy, supporting training providing information, a, a listening ear mm-hmm. to the range of issues they face, and so on. Um, so uh, it's a huge workload, it's a huge pressure on all the staff in the organisation. Um, every penny counts, there's no expenditures made without my agreement, and that's me being a control freak, yeah. that's just making sure that every expenditure is a necessity, mm-hmm. um, so we, we, the other biggie that I must mention is, the, uh, frankly, the, 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 the nature and scale and complexity of the issues and challenges that low-income people face, which is growing exponentially over the past few years. Um, it would be remiss Nate, to mention welfare reforms yeah. and their mm-hmm. implementation and the impact they're having, and most recently, here, universal credit being rolled out which is a great worry to many of us who are supporting low-income families. Um, So the the level of need is going up all the time. Mm. Um, And and our resources, we we try to match Mm -hmm. the resource level to the need so we can provide the support. But with the best will in the world, we can't do what we'd like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, We run a food bank, for example, but it's not a simple food bank. Yeah. what we try to do is offer other support, information, services to people um, for example financial capability and education and the idea is that to give folk the, the wherewithal um, to not have to use a food bank mm-hmm. because a food bank is demeaning
0: mm-hmm. it
1: creates dependency, it erodes dignity and it doesn't change anything if anything it props up the existing system so we in partners in Food Poverty Action Aberdeen which has got 61 partners in it uh, we we're all signed up to doing the best we can to move people away from food banks. Um, it's a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a huge challenge. What sort of and steps do you washed.
0: take for that? Like, how do you try and move people towards, you know, sure. sustainability and less yeah. food banks?
1: Well, with, with great difficulty, to be honest, because for example, um, in a in a minority of cases of people using our food bank, alcohol and drug addiction. Is a characteristic. Mm-hmm. That's a health and well-being issue, and and finding support for people uh, to help them address that particular issue is very difficult. But we, we partner. We have it in Drugs Action. We've got links with NHS colleagues and so on. So that's one. Another common theme is uh, roundabout financial capability and education, giving people support to make sure they're getting all that they're entitled to. Uh, helping them with appeals, for example, and disability benefits and so on. Um, we've got a partnership with Pathways, which is an employability support organisation, and they'll, they'll do a surgery here. So they'll help folk with CVs and job search and so on. Um, so health, wellbeing uh, issues, employability issues, and also a number of folk using our food bank now have come in as volunteers, Wes, mm-hmm. um, and they will tell you. It's, it's made a huge impact on their lives. Many people we work with are very isolated, having few or no family and friends. So one of the important uh, services, if you like, and support that Sea Find provides is uh, a supportive, uh, almost family environment with the staff team and the volunteer body. And uh, a number of the volunteers would refer to us like their family. Um, they can raise any issue they want with, whether it's social, economic, emotional, you know, the mm-hmm. whole range. Um, and critically, we partner with a lot of other organisations in the North East. Like I say, it's about 200. Um, and, and those partners are key. No organisation can do it alone. You need partnership. And, and together, we can provide that more holistic support to people.
0: Mm-hmm. must be very rewarding. It's times very tiring. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, uh,
1: for goodness sake, it yeah. is. It's fantastic. Because uh-huh. uh, everybody's got something to offer. There's a place for everybody. Uh, so many people, my many, get written off. Um, what we do is we're very accepting. We're no soft touches. Um, we can be hard when we need to be, and we need to be sometimes. You need mm-hmm. to challenge people certain behaviours are unacceptable. Um, but yeah, of course it is, it's, it's fantastic when you see somebody come in, there's a, there's a couple of volunteers just now who came through the food bank and they are two women and they're absolutely amazing in how their confidence is built, their skills have developed, uh, their their social uh, uh, networks have developed and, and to see that is incredibly mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's lovely. Well, I hate to bring it up, seeing as You must be talking about this all the time. Um, but considering, <laughs> <laughs> I know in the media you've been had a lot of attention for um, providing women's like hygiene products for free. Um, well, which has been like a huge achievement, especially on ongo- like in the light of the ongoing period tax. Um, so, how have you achieved this? Well, th-
1: to be honest, it's not so much that we've achieved it as Scottish government have grasped that nettle, mm-hmm. uh, and good on them. But uh, f- for us and partners in Food Poverty Action Aberdeen, uh, it's always been an issue for us that uh, disadvantaged, low-income people who use sanitary products—that—that's um, another layer of expense. In the context of an incredibly tight budget, mm-hmm. um, so just to say, we, you know, there's fuel poverty spoken about. There's food poverty spoken about. There's period poverty spoken about. This is just poverty. Yeah. Um, true. So, so folk are just juggling all the time. Mm-hmm. They're choosing to eat or heat. Uh, parents, usually women, are, are often going without a meal to make sure the kids get uh, uh, fed. Their school uniforms or school shoes have to be bought. and and that's got to be juggled in a budget (laughs) that there's no slack in. So um, we've always had men's and women's toiletries as part of what we provide through our food bank and Mm -hmm. the range of support we provide there. But that depends on us getting donations and uh, companies and others have donated and it's been fantastic. Technique, a, a, a woman member of staff there asked all women in Technique to support it and they did. So we got a great load of tampons and towels through that. Um, Absolutely fantastic. But Scottish government, uh, I think initially a Labour MSP put out a question to the the Parliament, and Scottish government has picked up on it. So we are delivering this six-month pilot. Uh, We've involved again uh, 16 partners uh, because. My view, Safine's view, is that the way to reach the target people who need this support uh, is through a a whole network of partner organizations, including schools. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking to education services next week. The three academies participating. uh, The FE College is right there. That's brilliant. Uh, And then we've got a a range of voluntary community organizations who uh, are committed to getting the product to the women who need it, or the women, girls and others who need it. Um, so, fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But as is the case with anything, a brilliant project, but my goodness, what a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but Scottish Government are funding us, they're mm-hmm. resourcing this, and it'll be, it'll be evaluated I'm working with a colleague in Scottish Government to put in a fairly robust evaluation framework. Um, because we need to learn from this. And give the information and the evidence of what works and what doesn't to Scottish government, and hopefully it'll be a national rollout.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, that, you must have had so much media attention. Has it impacted at all? Like the project, have you had people well, offering to fund things? Or
1: well, uh, I mean, uh, to Scottish government's credit, they are going to fund the product that we mm-hmm. need. Um, now that in itself is interesting. I'm, I'm meeting groups of women and so on to speak about mm-hmm. uh, what it is we should buy to make available to women. Very complex business. Um, but So so we're covered in terms of costs, although donations are always welcome, just to emphasise that. And we, we've got an ongoing issue about uh, particularly ambient food uh, and, and toiletries. So if MD is listening and wants to make a donation, they're more mm-hmm. than welcome. Money is always acceptable. Um, and I forgot what you asked me there. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
0: just, like, how have you found the media attention? Like, has The media
1: attention has been, uh, has it been good it's, for it's onerous. Um, mm. Huge interest in what we're doing. We've had radio from Vancouver and uh, San Francisco. We've, just yesterday, a colleague did some filming and sent it off to Al Jazeera. Um, I'm going to wait to the Kay Adams show this morning. Oh, wow. Uh, at 11 o'clock, I think it's on, on Radio Scotland. Um <laughs> so uh, uh, it's it's a it, it involves a lot of work it involves a lot of time and energy.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's welcome because it gives profile to the pilot and to Scottish government's good works there. Most importantly, it gets word out to vulnerable and low income people who use sanitary products. Um, and, and if I'm honest, unashamedly, it gives profile to CFA, mm-hmm. um, and part of my job is to get that profile, because um, that's part of the, the way you do the business.
0: Yep. Um,
1: so, it's while it's time-consuming and energy sapping mm-hmm. uh, it's very welcome.
0: Well, that's great. Um, I saw your Appetite for Change campaign you ran last year. Um, do you have any plans to do it this year as Most well? Most certainly
1: we do. I've just emailed uh-huh. my colleague this morning to say we need to speak about launching it for this mm-hmm. year. It was a great campaign. We had 48 people signed up last year. Uh, the sponsorship and their, their fees uh, generated £5,500. Um, it was a great campaign and raising awareness of what it is to live in a low budget £2 pounds a day, let me tell you, I did it. Mm-hmm. It is very tough. Um, so we will be launching that again soon and we're hoping a lot of people will sign up and support it.
0: Yeah. Is there an email list?
1: There, there is an email list. Can
0: I be put on it? Uh,
1: you can most certainly <laughs> be put on it. We're delighted to <laughs> sign you up.
0: Oh, great! Thanks very much. Um That's you
1: on record now as yeah. signing up? So
0: you <laughs> yeah, can't get it exactly. Out. No, I would really like to. No, we no, we no, do no. lots of uh, like. Well, I'm trying to push the charity initiatives at work a lot, so right. that sort of thing is very much welcome. Yeah. Excellent. excellent. Yeah. Um, so you'll get the whole of CCRS. <laughs> who That's, the one? Yeah. That's I like it. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> and um, to anyone listening to this podcast who might want to help out. Um, what would you recommend they do?
1: Contact with us, it's uh, either through info at cfine, cfine.org or telephone Aberdeen 596156 Um, Look at our website, uh, www.cfine.org but make contact with us Uh, and and folk can help, they they can volunteer Um, there's administration, office work Databases serving the food bank, driving, warehousing, a whole yeah. range of different uh, selling at community food outlets in the hospitals, for example, whole range of ways in which folk can contribute, and of course food donations are always welcome. toiletries, sanitary products, pet food, because uh, people have pets mm-hmm. quite rightly, uh, and finally financial donations are always welcome.
0: <laughs> oh well, thanks very much for talking to me. Um, yeah, you sound like you're doing some amazing work, and. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely a need for many more organisations like this.
1: And there's so much to do. Mm -hmm. There's so much to do. And none of us can do it alone. Partnership. That's the key.
0: Great. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you.